Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today is on the air from 12 to 2 Eastern Time. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish bringing you all the latest news and notes in fantasy football. Today is Waiver Wire Wednesday. Also, some interesting odds on who may win Rookie of the Year in the NFL. All that and more as Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today here on FNTSY Radio. Craig Mish, Joe Pizzapia. You can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. You can follow Joe on Twitter at Joe Pizzapia17. Our producer today is Sean Guastamacchia. As always, as we get closer to closing in on the NFL week four. And Joe, we're uh, we're closing in, I think, this week, which is going to be a, uh, a critical week. We start to get into the season. And after this week, we are basically... Uh, almost a third of the way done for a lot of people in fantasy football. And really, when I look at it, and I don't know about you but through the years, is that if I'm starting off 4-0 in a fantasy football league, I got a really good shot at making the playoffs. And conversely, if I start off 0-4, if I ain't in a keeper league, man, I'm in big trouble at that point. So kind of a critical week, I think, for a lot of people. You can't start off 0-4, and if you start off 4-0, and you're feeling great. I would agree 100% with that sentiment. I think you just hit the nail right on the head, man, because... If you are one and three or Owen, oh, see, one and three after this week, or even Owen three heading into this week, this is the week where you empty the tank on the free agent budget. And I don't know how much is out there that can help you, but whatever that budget is, whatever those players are, if you think it's a Wayne Gallman, if you think it's a Justin Jackson who might have gotten dropped, if you think whoever has a matchup that you think is favorable, you got to go all in this week because if you lose again, starting off Owen four, it is very difficult to come back from that. You have to have so many things go right. You have to go on a historic run. And I think you also have to look at your team, too, if you're 4-0 in the other way going in after that, this coming week. Maybe also look and say, who's overperforming here that really I don't believe in? And maybe you think about going to buy some of those players like a Devontae Adams or somebody like that who hasn't quite lived up to the expectations yet, but you do trust that you do think is an extraordinary top-tier talent. And I think... You have to also be reasonable with yourself, too, because some teams that have great September starts don't necessarily play out well in December either. Yeah, and, and it's just kind of working through that. It's it's interesting that the way that I've always played and I've done this is on Sunday, Joe. Well, I, I think it may have been Monday. I don't I don't I don't want to do this out of context, but I believe it was Monday morning that we woke up and, you know, we did this show in the afternoon. The first thing I looked at was. Uh, regardless of what my record was, Joe, was when am I playing against the team that has Barkley? You know, like right. I, wa- I wanted to see if I and luckily, luckily, I had not played any of the teams in my leagues that played Barkley. And immediately I thought to myself, OK, <laughs> now, even though in some leagues I'm not as good as I am in some others, that gives me some hope. The other part of that, too, was in, in a couple of leagues that I'm in where they don't have the budget. I know in my, my home league, they refuse to go to the budget after 25 years is still uh, waivers. Um, you know, who has Barkley 
And what are my odds of getting Galman at this point? You know, so I look and see who's ahead of me. And I think that's kind of an interesting topic, Joe, because when we play fantasy, and this happened a couple of years ago, but it happened very early on in the season. David Johnson was arguably the number one or number two overall pick in every fantasy draft. He got hurt, if I'm not mistaken, after week one, missed the entire season. We're going through this again now with arguably the best player in fantasy. And so for owners of Barkley, I know they're going to try and salvage this thing by picking a Gallman who's not even close to the, the player that Barkley is. And if you're an opponent, you're looking at the schedule saying to yourself, man, like this guy in the first 24 picks in the draft only has one guy. <laughs> only one of those first 24 picks, he only has one active on his roster. It's so hard to survive when you lose your number one overall pick, man. And I think that's it the is. case for and this is my argument for super flex leagues, because I think when you have two quarterback formats like that, where that second flex, you can play a wide receiver running back, a tight end or a quarterback. And if the quarterback is, let's say a six point per touchdown scoring and things like that, you could survive a Saquon Barkley injury. I, I, the first year that I, I did a super flex, I remember I lost my, my number one running back and it was a bummer. And I still won the league because I had, uh, I, I hit pay dirt early on with Andrew Luck and the other quarterback I had was very good and that was able to carry me and I was able to piece it together. And I think that's my argument for that format is it doesn't lock us in and kill our season. And the other argument I think it also makes for is this movement towards something I love, which is playing in a league for 17 weeks. That's a daily fantasy weekly league where you play with the same 12 people or whatever it is. And every week you choose new players and every week you battle each other on whatever site you want to host it on. And you push the money back and forth and maybe, you know, you win six weeks overall and all of a sudden you got, you know, $600 richer or something like that for your $100 investment, whatever that is. I, I think that's kind of the fun way to still play fantasy football, but take away the whole ownership injury risk of having these players and the injuries and, and being able to every week kind of go and start fresh and get everybody interested for 17 weeks. You take out the idea of people who make stupid trades and ruin a league. You take out the idea of having to chase people for money. You take out the, the problem of the attrition of injuries. All of those things are solved and you get to draft new players, new team every week within a budget structure, obviously, of course, and maybe there's some overlap, but that movement towards that style of play for fantasy football, I love too. I think that's a great way to look at the future of where we might be going in, in our game that we love so much. Yeah, I'm in one of those, and uh, there's just so many people, though, Joe. It's 100 people. So, uh, well, you don't is, have to. One thing is you could play yeah. with the same 12 people every week. You could skew it however you like, and yeah. it's kind of Yeah, no, I that. like that format. I'm just terrible at it, like just picking new guys. It's it's basically DFS, you know? And so what given, it's a, given it's that I'm horrible at DFS, I'm in you know the bottom five <laughs> of, of, of the league. I'm losing to every Major League Baseball player that's playing in this thing. It's really super Well, I think we need to stop that. I think we need I, to have I think a session segment tomorrow. Yeah. I think no, I'm done. No, I think I'm no, done. no, no. I'm just no giving you my username pregnancy. and password and just take it from there. I'm done. All right, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just horrible at it, and I just basically burned another $500 this year. So are you playing, what are you playing on? DK or FanDuel? Fantrax. Oh, on a fan track, you're doing that one. Okay, so I'll tell you what. So you give me the login, whatever it is. I'm done. If I yeah, your I'm money, split it. How's that? Nah, you can keep it. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm. there's no <laughs> chance of me. Now, okay, so that's the, the – so I agree with your second point, okay? I okay. agree with your second point, but the first point I don't agree. And, and again, not in very anecdotal evidence, okay? I want to say that. It's one scenario, but I will say this. Um. In in the in the guillotine league, I know I keep bringing this up on the show, but at least it, it draws. We got to get you more leagues next year. In, in the I'm a, no, I'm in enough. In the guillotine league, Joe, guess who got knocked out? Forget the name of the owner, but guess who got knocked out? The owner of Saquon Barkley. Correct. Right. <laughs> the owner of Saquon Barkley. Now again, a little bit different. It's a guillotine league. It's a week to week scenario, but 
you know as well as I do that that dude that had Barkley was not going to last much longer regardless. That dude's name is Brad Ziegler. No. But, <laughs> but, but, it's not Friday. but also in fairness to him, in fairness to Brad, my good friend, he also had Tyreek Hill. In a, so imagine a 16-team right. right. league, 16-teamer. His best two players are Barkley and Hill. Okay. No, you're done. There was no surviving. There was no surviving. And he ended up like, you know, and I'll tell you who went last night. We had our, uh, we had our auction. I hate the fact I want to ban these Tuesday night uh, waivers. Like, it's, can, it's can we talk about that around. here for a minute? Do you do, do yeah. you do any leagues? Where we have time. Are we okay? We got a minute or two. Um, I would say that I, I see it happen more in industry leagues, but they're very upfront about, hey, look, everybody, reminder, we do Tuesday, whatever it is. Why? Why? Well, why would hold anyone on, hold do on, Tuesday? Hold on. Uh, in the industry ones, I understand why, because they want to write about it or they want to talk oh, about it. Oh, gosh. An example. Get the F out of here. That, that's that's the reason. I don't agree with it, but that's their reasoning, and that's fine. If the person running that league is using it for a column or whatever it does on a weekly basis, I'm not going to tell them what helps their life to write about and if I, I have get. to get my stuff in. But generally speaking, no. I like to let the dust settle. Have a little of time course. to think about it and run it on Thursday morning. That's why. Or Wednesday yeah. night. Or Wednesday <laughs> I mean, night. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let us get a practice report in of like, what's it like? Give me a chance to know what my guys are doing. Like there's going to be announcements today that guys are out on Wednesday that we're picking up Tuesday. It just never made any sense to me, but a story for another day. Uh, okay. Coming up next, we've got the opening drive here on fantasy sports today. Some news in football, some news in baseball as well. Some fun stuff happening in baseball. We'll keep an eye on the postseason as well. Joe Pizapia, along with Craig Mish here on FNTSY. Our first time out is upon us and we will be back with more right after this. Don't go away. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060 what's your irs problem Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. 
we'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage The opening drive The first play of the game Of the opening play And all the way for a touchdown And welcome back Fantasy Sports Today Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia with you here on the show 12 to 2 Eastern every single day Joe and I host the show Monday through Thursday on Friday, uh, we had bring in Brad Ziegler to cry about his uh, guillotine league. And, of course, uh, Jamie Eisenberg will be with us here on the show tomorrow. You can catch Joe this weekend over at the FanDuel Sportsbook over on Zumo TV. But it is the opening drive, so let's get right to it on first down. The news came down yesterday, and to my delight, oh, to my delight, no Dwayne Haskins for the Washington Redskins this week. Jay Gruden, the favorite to be fired as the first coach in the NFL, Puts his foot down and says, Case Keenum will lead us going forward. So, being that, Joe, I'm never a believer of what the coaches say, Keenum's at least going to start this game against the Giants. Will he finish the game against the Giants? He will, and he's going to play next week against the Patriots after that. Then on 10-13, when you have the Dolphins game on the road, that's when Haskins is going to start. This is a lock. This is an absolute lock that Haskins will... It's wow. a lock. Lock okay. it right down. 10-13. There it is. 10-13. Dwayne Haskins Day. Okay? It's going to happen because, first of all, it, it's a division opponent game this week against the Giants. So I'm not sure if Haskins at this point gives you the best chance to win. I know that sounds crazy, but I don't know that yet, and I don't know if Gruden knows that. So you take this shot. If you win the division game and you start off 1-3, and three, hey, at least you won that game in the division. That's very important because you already lost to the Eagles. Once your season is done, if you lose to the Giants and officially done, you're going to lose to the Patriots, too. You're not going to throw this kid to a defense of the Patriots who haven't given up a touchdown since the freaking AFC championship game. They haven't given up a touchdown since then, Craig. Right. Yeah. They can't go to Haskins this week and then or next week (laughs) and then have to have him. Yeah, that's true. No. Yeah. Look, they could. They certainly could do it. They certainly could do it. I would never rule anything out. I'm never 100 percent guy in sports because uh, that's just not the way sports works. But. You make a really good point. There, I mean, it would be very foolish to throw this kid to the dogs next week no. against the Patriots. You throw him to the Dolphins, not the dogs. Yeah, you get That's him after it, 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 look, it makes a lot of sense. Sports doesn't always make a lot of sense, and we don't know that this is going to happen, but it certainly does sound like a very plausible scenario, which means I have three weeks to figure out. Oh, no, no, you have this week to get him for free. Pick up Haskins for free now. I didn't do it last night. I did not do it. Uh, can you do it after the fact? Game? I don't want him. I don't think I want him. Who's on the who's the last man on the bench for you? Um, the last man on the bench, uh, yeah. Antonio Brown, I think. Oh, you got to drop Antonio Brown right now for him. You got to do it now. Have it now for a but dollar. I don't think Hass is going to be good, man. For nothing. I don't think he's going to be good either. You just need to fill the position. <laughs> like he can uh, run a little bit. I think I mean, I'd rather have Rosen versus the Redskins than Haskins at Miami. But it's two. Don't you have to play the two quarterbacks? All right, no. but I got my guy Kyle Allen. Oh, that's right. I forgot you said Kyle Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I got my, my diamond in the rough. I, I'm going to win a league with Kyle Allen league. and Case Keenum. This is the this is the story. I'm telling you Forget right now, if I win this league, I will never. I'm telling you, mark it down. Save this. I will never play outside of the home league that I've been in for 25 years. 
if I win this league this year, I will never play in another new fantasy league. I will never join another one. This will this will disprove any kind of expert analysis in fantasy football. If Craig Mish wins a guillotine league, a super flex league with Kyle Bleeping Allen and Case Keenum, I am why, telling wait, you now. Why does it why does it debunk everything that people work for? Because, for it, it, because it ju- it shows you how lucky it is. Yeah, I mean, does is it, it do, is there any skill? You made you a Come you on. made it choice to go all in on skill players, and you decided I'm going to punt on the quarterbacks, and I'm going to stream, and you're getting lucky I on this team. Joe, I got Eli Manning. Okay. Hey, hey and flex, I drafted, and I, I didn't take Daniel Hall Jones. And luck, I lost luck, so I drafted. I, I first free agent pickup I had was Daniel Jones and Eli Manning. I picked them up together for two dollars each, just waiting for one of them to eventually die. <laughs> and then there you go. And now I got Daniel Jones as the second. What I'm saying is, there's a strategy to it. There's a knowledge to it. I don't want to no. debunk the entire. Myth I'm that debunking the entire industry. All if right, I want to sleep. All right. Second down. The black the black book is uh, is the only thing left after that. Okay. So the well, black book can be well, the black book not, can be yeah. saved. The yeah, black can, I, can be yeah, saved. Please. Can you but a whole chapter? I'm writing a whole chapter next year on Case Keenum. I want. Yeah. I want you to write a chapter for the baseball this year. That's what I want. Here's how you win a fantasy league. Baseball, I didn't do good. Baseball, I did not have a good year either. Uh, second down, minor trade in fantasy last night. Nick Vanette goes to Pittsburgh, so obviously uh, Vance McDonald is a big trouble, and that was one of the moves I did make last night. I'll tell you about that in the waiver wire. But uh, I'm a Vance McDonald owner pretty heavily, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably cut him in some league show. I think this yeah. is, yeah, this uh, is no, and especially without Roethlisberger, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, he's like Jordan Reed light. I mean, I don't know. He's always hurt. I don't know what to say, people. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, third down in baseball last night. The Washington Nationals, they make the postseason, Joe, without Bryce Harper, and they knock Bryce Harper out, which is obviously <laughs> incredible. Uh, and then also the Indians get Jose Ramirez back after surgery less than a month, it looks like, and then he hits two home runs, including a grand slam in his first game back for Cleveland. So uh, the story, obviously people are making more out of it that the Phillies are out of it than Washington is in it and that Washington got in without Harper. But uh, truth be told, that pitching for Washington just, you know, they stayed healthy all year and they were very formidable. That's why they got in. Yeah. And I think unsung in that rotation was how quietly good Annabelle Sanchez was during the summer because he had a run. Maybe it wasn't the greatest fantasy run, but he had a run of being a very solid quality start kind of pitcher. Wasn't lighting up the radar gun, wasn't lighting up the strikeouts or anything like that. But we talked about him a ton in the DFS show about who's a who's a good return on investment for a W and a quality start, a secondary pitcher on DraftKings. And Annabelle Sanchez was that guy for a run there in, I would say, like end of July through August. And that really helped, especially when they did kind of lose Scherzer. So they did have a little bit of an injury there. And look, this is not surprising to me because it's not it's not it's not a knock on Harper. Harper's a terrific talent, but it's not surprising. That team is a very talented team. And basically, they replace the productivity of Harper with Juan Soto, who is a fantastically gifted player. And I think they got a little bit more. Um, athletic at the bottom of the lineup too when you have a guy like Victor Robles playing every day and the things he's capable of popping some big home runs and stealing bases so they're a very athletic team with Turner at the top and Robles at the bottom of that order Rendon's had a terrific season very underrated player Anthony Rendon's one of my oh, favorite free players agent too. Yeah. Yep, ding ding and uh, look pitching's very good and maybe this will be their year we'll find out it's uh, the Phillies I think had a very good year I think they finished exactly where they should have considering how their pitching's been. And you can have all the talent in the world. If you can't pitch in baseball, that's going to be a problem. Good, by the way, Jose Ramirez hitting a dinger, too, because that was a guy who was just left for dead the first two months of the season, and then he started to get hot, and then it has the injury, and you oh, yeah. God, can't catch a break with this guy. So it was a handmade bone, if I correct. Yes, that's right? correct. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, always yeah. a dangerous, tricky injury from a power standpoint, too. Yeah, two, two home runs last night, a grand slam yeah. and a solo shot. Uh, for Philadelphia, 
uh, real quick on them, obviously uh, with Real Muto on the team, I'm you know pulling for them a little bit too. Uh, and he had a great year. Harper had a great year too. Let's not lose sight of get, you know Philadelphia is going to fall a few wins short, and every team has injuries. But the Phillies, you know, outside of signing Harper, their two other big signings, Joe, were Andrew McCutcheon, who played at, didn't play at all, right. uh, David Robertson, who didn't throw a pitch, nope. um, Pat Neshek, who didn't throw a pitch, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, who missed three months, Tommy Hunter, who didn't throw a pitch. Like they they went through. Uh, a ton, and Arietta, who was a disaster until July, and then they shut him down for the season. So, if I am Philadelphia, I am not stopping. Like I, I will go overboard next year again to try and make this happen because I think they are close. But well, right, they find a guy like a Zach Wheeler away from the Mets. They that need a pitcher. Yeah, too they need a pitcher. No. They, they, they cannot go into next year. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, fourth down, uh, Demi Moore, who we all grew up watching movies from in the '80s and the '90s. And and was in some really good movies, too, and then kind of disappeared, Joe, for a while. And now we're coming to find out of a lot of different issues that she had, including um, some addictions. And uh, in she has a new book. So, of course, a lot of things are coming out. And then actor John Cryer, apparently, uh, there was a story inside the book that he lost his virginity to her. And I thought it was very funny. I don't know if you saw this last night that he came out and said, that it was awkward and it was embarrassing, but to let Demi know uh, she was not his first. I thought that was a really funny uh, tweet. It was hilarious. <laughs> his exact quote is hysterical because he says, because while I'm sure she was totally justified making that assumption based on my skill level and the stunned look on my face at the time, I had actually lost my virginity in high school. Now, if I was John Cryer and Demi Moore was sleeping with me, I would have a stunned look on my face as well. Uh, but uh, Demi Moore also, too, I think uh, one of those actors in Hollywood who I think is aged quite well considering addiction and having to be married to Bruce Willis. I think overall yeah. you got to say Ashton Kutcher too if I'm not mistaken. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. The cougar face with the Ashton Kutcher. So um, I mean, good for her that she's you know out there writing books and telling her story. Maybe it'll help somebody but good for John Cryer. How about that? Yeah. Good for you. Hollywood. See, funny? Women do love funny. See that Craig? There you go. There's, there's hope for all of us. <laughs> Alright. Uh, we'll take a quick time out. Waiver Wire Wednesday is next on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? It's hump day. Waiver Wire Wednesday. Become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament. NFL setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer or join the countless number of people with won thousands of dollars each week playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you are not playing with DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL annual pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. And here's a promo code for you. Action, A-C-T-I-O-N. You get a 10% discount. That's promo code action, A-C-T-I-O-N, 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. And it is time for Waiver Wire Wednesday here on the show. Now, uh, before we get into the waiver wire for what everyone should do, uh, let me tell you a little uh, briefly here about this guillotine league that we've been talking about that I did survive. So three teams have been knocked out, and I am still in, Joe. Now, a $1,000 budget, and I'll just run down real quick the numbers, and you tell me if there was any uh, astute pickups that you okay. feel like. $1,000 uh, budget, and we're into week four of a guillotine league. Okay, We're, we're into week four. Now, Craig yeah. Mish, again, has no money. So <laughs> is um, Craig Mish also speaking of himself in the third person. Yeah, I love that. We got no money. I love so, me some me. Okay. So we, we picked up uh, Jordan Aikens, the tight end on Houston, and we caught uh, Vance McDonald. So to, just to give you a quick idea, the other tight ends that were out there, Jason Witten went for money. We have no money. Uh, <laughs> right. t- Tyler Croft went for money. We have no money. Uh, OJ Howard was on the team that was cut. Uh, went for money. We have no money. So just so I'm, I'm basically a bottom barrel tight end shopper. When you say no money, you mean zero dollars? We you have like fifteen dollars like- left. We gotta keep. We gotta keep something. You know, okay. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't in, burn it in on case tight a end. quarterback goes down or something. Gotta have it. So, um, so <laughs> how, just, how would you ever replace Case Keenum and John? I, I, I mean, listen, Keenum's MVP of the league right now. So uh, Jalen Samuels was cut. Uh, uh, Barkley went for three hundred and forty-five dollars, even though he's going to miss a lot of time. I disagree with that amount of spend on eight-week injury. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get and it. Either, in this but, format, I think it's a terrible idea to spend not, that much. Okay. Um, uh, Kenny Galladay. This is the second time that he has been on a team that's been knocked out. And the second time he went for two hundred and fifty dollars. That's uh, that's fair. 
Robert Woods, $250. Also fair. I think they're right neck and neck. Tyreek Hill, 182. That's a good bargain. I think that's a real good bargain because you're getting it back in what, two weeks now, right? Maybe. He's got to scoot by. Chris Thompson, 145. Way too much. OJ Howard, 126. That was shocking. I, I would have bid like 20 bucks, but somebody. That, you know what that is? That's somebody who didn't look at the other players, other teams remaining and how much. Absolutely. Yeah. No, like, I mean, way too you, much on that. Well, you look at it and you should say, okay, what are the other teams? What do they have at tight end? And how, how much, uh, what am I competing against? Yeah, I mean, I the eight teams left or 10 teams, whatever it is now at this point. So that's that's weird. Okay. Yeah, and it's not the victory where you get bumped down to the lowest. Whatever you bid, you win. Like, no, it. yeah, I don't like it now. Uh, Paul Richardson, 97. Uh, <laughs> don't love it, but I don't okay. know why that you could have got him for 20 bucks. Uh, <laughs> Paul, uh, Demarcus Robinson, 79. I said that already. way too much. No, you didn't. Boy, too John much. Ross was cut from uh, Ziggler. Excuse me. Was the guy who bid on Robinson the same guy who got Hill? In which case, that makes more sense. That number. No. Okay, then bad bad job. Non. Uh, let's see. Uh, Luke Falk cut Bridgewater added for seventy five. That seems like a good move. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. In this right. in this format, that's fine. Mariota was on the team that lost too. So shocker. Kiki Kuti's out. Uh, Mariota thirty two dollars. Daryl Williams twenty five. Mason Rudolph eleven. I wouldn't want him for a dollar. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tyler Croft. Witten and then me at the bottom zero. Yeah, once again, it's those it's those numbers in the middle that kill you. And I just I don't know. I don't love that Saquon Barkley price. It's just it's a tough one. And there's no trading in, in a guillotine league, league where you're waiting five weeks for nothing. Like you no, can get knocked that's, out. That's uh, tough, especially when next week there could be a lot of guys that come off the board that you didn't expect. That could be fantastic. Exactly. It could be equally yeah. good as Barkley and play next week. That that makes zero sense to me whatsoever. I don't. Yeah, I don't that, that was that. a high one. Okay. So in terms of standard leagues, people who were playing in normal leagues this week, let's go through the waiver wire. Uh, I'll give you my top five. You can tell me and weigh in on some uh, some players. Uh, Gallman, I think, across the board to me. Maybe you feel Daniel Jones is number one pickup. It, it, it certainly it depends on what you have. But Gallman, to me, 20 touches minimum each game. That's an RB2 flex. Got to have him in every fantasy league, and I'm not going to get him anywhere. Daniel Jones, quarterback for the Giants, like him. Uh, Jackson, the running back on the Chargers. You know, I saw in, in some different articles that I was reading about him being a hot pickup, and I'm like, why? Like, I like have him, and then I forget. Man, whoever runs against the Dolphins, if Pollard got 100 last week, Jackson has to be in play this week. So I, Yeah, there's I, a lot of that going around. Just because why would you why would fair. you run into the ground it's, in the second half? Fair, it's man. Fair. It is, it is fair. fair. I didn't I didn't think about that. Aikens, a tight end on Houston. I feel like maybe I have him a little bit higher than than some, but it is a tight end that's catching balls, you know? So and and you know, most 12 team leagues someone is starting McDonald. So Aikens is somebody that at least I have on the radar here. And then you mentioned Cole Beasley yesterday for Buffalo. And then I went back and looked and I was like, wow, yeah, pretty solid there. PPR wise. Uh, Others. I have Deontay Johnson on Pittsburgh, Kyle Allen, of course, in most leagues now that he's going to play a lot. And then I got a pile on here with the Chargers defense. If they're for some reason still sitting out there on the waiver wire, I think regardless of being on the road, you got to, you got to get on (laughs) this point. Yeah. So so what do you, do you have any other names here or or are these more? I do. I want to address the Gallman thing too, because that's going to be the hot topic this week. Um, Gallman's numbers were not very impressive, but when he had that role a couple years ago, um, but I want to just remind everybody, I know I mentioned it yesterday, but remind everybody today that giants offensive line has improved. It's not great, but it's improved. And I just want to throw that out there. So my expectation is not that he's going to be a world beater, but is he going to guys going to get most of the carries? Yeah, and I know they're bringing in some other talent. We'll get to that later in the show. But yeah, I think this is a good list. Beasley was a guy that 
you know, if you picked him up last week on the cheap and you threw him in there, he had a pretty good week in full PPR, another double digit week. And that's what he is. He is, um, he is not a high ceiling player, but he's a very high floor player. I think in this offense going forward, I think against the Patriots, he's going to be very active as well. I think that's the one spot where you want to get the ball out quick against the Pats right now. And if, if you're going to succeed, and I think he kind of falls into that, uh, Deontay Johnson's another one. Certainly I have my eye on, but if you're going to go a little bit deeper to some of the other guys too, uh, will Disley is owned in 40% of leagues. If you're looking for a tight end, that's not named Aikens. Um, because I just don't know if Aikens is a one-off. I, it reeks of one-off to me. Could be. It, Could be. Absolutely. Now, if in your situation, obviously it's the right thing to do because of where you're at with McDonald. But Disley, to me, is another guy you could pivot off that. I think Philip Dorsett is another guy, too, owned in just 25% of leagues, that if you're in deeper formats, you pick up there and you roll with him uh, because I think there's going to be a lot of heavy action on Josh Gordon in this game. That means Dorsett's going to be open. You're going to double-team Gordon all day long. That means Dorsett's the other guy who's probably going to be available. It also might be a good time to pick up Golden Tate now on the cheap. Boy, you and Golden Tate. I don't know what your infatuation is with this guy. My, My infatuation is last year he got dealt to a team where he did not fit the scheme. And I don't think he's done yet. And you go back and look at statistically, he's a very consistent wide receiver. He's a guy catching 90 balls every year in Detroit, which is not exactly a prolific offense. So let's be honest. It's not a prolific offense in Detroit. And he's got Daniel Jones throwing him the ball now. And I think that's going to be better than Eli Manning throwing him the ball. And he cost you zero dollars. Zero. Uh, Ronald Jones also owned just 35% of leagues. That's another dude that I would throw out there too, just as a pickup. Um, and I can't believe DJ Shark is still just 42% of leagues. Like that's, that's crazy to me that that's not higher at this point after he basically scores a touchdown every week. So those are the other names that I would throw onto that pile. I don't yeah. know how you feel about them, but yeah, that's just some of them. Yeah. I mean, shark is especially, I mean, for sure. That's a shocking number, isn't it? 40, 42% yeah. of leagues for shark. Do you, do you think that by the time Friday comes, the giants have somebody there? Like, like I, I have a sneaky suspicion. I know CJ Anderson's in camp somewhere. I read this yesterday. CJ Anderson's in camp in Houston. And um, yeah, in Houston, Houston right now, which well, I was, Look, I mean, if I'm I, CJ Anderson, I go to the Giants. Like, right. The other name that, that's floating out there is Jay Ajayi. No, that, that's just because people like to float names. Who they've got coming out there is Fozzie Whitaker and Zach Zenner right now. Those are the two names that are out they there. Got, I, I'm surprised that they haven't at least brought in some viable. Who, who is who is Goldman's backup? Is there a name there? That's why Zach Zenner and Fozzie Whitaker are there. I don't know who the third look. guy is off the top of my head. I'd have to go check the depth chart. But I think these guys that they're bringing in aren't guys that are going to challenge Goldman. They're just guys they're trying to bring in for some depth. So that's why Gallman's okay. Now, if CJ Anderson was that guy they were bringing in, that's a different story. And I'm shocked that his agent hasn't set that up yet because that to me is a perfect fit. Yeah, Elijah but, Penny is the is the third um, option there. He's uh, done Elijah he had, Penny. Yeah, he hasn't been anywhere. Let's see. The most he did was with the uh, Cardinals mm-hmm. in 2017. Wow, two years ago, thirty-one carries, one hundred twenty-four yards, two touchdowns. I may in a deeper league, I may just take this guy and put him on the bench just to see if Gallman doesn't work out. It's possible you could. Um, it's it, I'll tell you what I think that's the kind of move you do as your backup move in free agency. If, if you have if you have Barkley, you maybe get you, yeah. Guys. You bid on Gallman, and if you don't get Gallman, you throw a buck on Elijah. Why Penny. not? I mean, you have nothing. No, to it's do. absolutely yeah. the thing to do because you and because you don't know what happens to Gallman in this game. And if and if Gallman goes down, well, heck, next man up, you already own for nothing. That's that's the whole thing about having that last spot, be able to churn that last spot on your bench is very important. I think, you know, especially in the deeper leagues, be be aware, be ahead of the curve, you know, pick up Cole Beasley before he's, you know, proven to everybody that he could be a good floor player again on a different team. It's things like that. It's trying to be ahead and it's better to be ahead and wrong on the cheap than to be reactive instead and end up costing yourself more fab. And then when good players end up there that you can really help you, you don't have the 
money to buy them. That's that's a problem. Yeah. One of the disappointing players I'll tell you that I have that I, I thought was in line for a break. I know some of it has to do with the quarterback, but Joe, uh, Anthony Miller in college was to me the best receiver that I saw play. I, I can't believe that they have not found a way to make him more a focal point of that offense with the Bears. And I know it is the Bears and their offense is bad. But I've got him in this dynasty league, and I fully expected by this year him being the number one guy. He hasn't even come close, man. Very disappointing for me. That's that's one of those players that I was kind of counting on, and I'm not really getting any production out of the flex. So disappointment yeah. for me, for sure. Well, look, I mean, we've we've all got disappointing players. God knows I've got a bunch of them, too. And I think this is the, the trying time. This is kind of where slow start is a couple games, and then after that you go, okay, I'm just wrong. You know, it's one thing to, to stay with, Players And look, I thought, you know, I had a lot of shares of Deshaun Hamilton because I thought that, okay, let's see what happens. How good will Emmanuel Sanders be when he bounces back? Let's see what's going on with his injury and all these things. And after those first two games, as much as I like the talent of Deshaun Hamilton, I cut him everywhere. And he just got to just yeah, I haven't even heard his name, man. I don't even know that that's even on him. They're just not throwing. It's not on him. And that's the frustrating part. But that's the part you can't get hung up on. You can't get hung up on. That guy's a really good talent. He should, he should. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the ranking is. Doesn't matter what he should, he should. Doesn't matter about the talent. It's about usage and productivity. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, look, it is fantasy. It's a game and, and making excuses when a guy doesn't do anything. Is, it's nice to say, but the reality is, is that you lose. There's nothing else to add to it. All right. Uh, coming up next, more discussion as the season rolls on. Wide open race for rookie of the year in the NFL. We'll have the odds next. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be. So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. 
So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Full-time fantasy. Cam Newton, I say cut him. Four to eight weeks with a list Frank injury. Cut Cam now. That's what I say. It's a possible list Frank injury. He could need surgery at some point. We don't know when he's going to be back, so... We knew something was wrong. Here's the thing, too. I don't believe anything the Panthers say. I, I don't. I know I told you about all or nothing last year. They knew Cam Newton's shoulder was bothering him almost the whole year. They didn't say anything. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, along with Joe Pizzapia, here with you on the show, as we always are, as we close in on week four of the NFL, also college football. And thank goodness, a lot of college football. One game tomorrow, a bunch of games on Friday. This is what I really need to get through the week is uh, is more college football. And by the way, for those of you who are listening to the show, John Lobb will be on tomorrow to talk about how uh, everything is affected, especially with the Houston Cougars in fantasy, having a couple of their main guys out. In addition, you can listen to our show on demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just by downloading our app, the FNTSY app. It is free, 24-7 usage. Also, you can hear us over on the Stitcher app, which plays some of the best podcasts in the country. Live, you can listen to us on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio. There are so many different ways that you can access this show, and I know I'm starting to get a lot more questions on social media about fantasy football, which means you guys are listening. So thank you very much for sure for that. And of course, Joe answers his questions as well at Joe Pizzapia 17 at Craig Mish. And you can catch Joe on the weekends over on Zumo TV, where he hosts with Mike Blewett and uh, a cast of great characters that we have here at sports grid. Okay. The rookie of the year in the NFL, Joe, I feel like this is still wide open. I know who the favorites are. And and I see it and I'm looking at it, but there is one name that's staring me right in the face here that I feel like has tremendous odds to win rookie of the year. And there is tremendous value to take a shot with this. But before we get into that, let me run down some of what uh, the odds are on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So these are right now, if you are legally betting in West Virginia or Mississippi or New Jersey, where you know wherever you can down. Now you can download, by the way, the app, the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I can access it also. It's just I can't bet because I live in Florida, but I can view all of the odds. So I thought this would be a pretty good exercise for this week. Now Kyler Murray is plus two twenty, Joe. So he is two to one odds to win the Rookie of the Year, as he should be right now. Daniel Jones, uh, a little bit worse odds, plus two forty. So you're getting actually better odds. So it'd be risking two hundred and four, a uh, hundred dollars. To win 240, double your money. Great there. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown on Baltimore, got off to that great start. Who knows if that will continue, but a lot of his his uh, gobbling up was against the Dolphins. He's 7-1. to one. David Montgomery, there's still a lot of season left for him, certainly if eventually he picks it up. 7-1, uh, to one, a little bit higher, 7.5-1. to one. Gardner Minshew of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the darling of the NFL right now. He is 10-1. to one. Josh Jacobs on the Raiders. This is one I do not like. I'd throw it away, but he is 12 to 1. Uh, Sanders on Philly is 17 to 1. A lot of season left for him, too. Certainly eventually could pick it up, but he is 17 to 1. Haskins, who hasn't played a game yet, is 20 to 1. I don't like that at all. And Mecole Hardman is 23 to 1, but we all know Tyreek Hill eventually is going to come back and 
Uh, I mean, Mahomes can feed all the mouths, but I don't know how he can continue to, to feed Hardman like this. Maybe he will all season long, and maybe this is great value, 23 to 1. Okay, Joe, so you look at these. What's, what stands out at you uh, amongst these odds? Uh, well, look, right off the bat, it's a quarterback league, so clearly the top two are favorites for a reason. And that's because of the attention they're going to get, and that's because of the media the attention they're going to get is quarterbacks. And it's only one game for Daniel Jones, so... <laughs> I mean, I don't, and it was against the Bucks, so I don't know how much I really want to, you know, go crazy over the one game yet. It was very encouraging. I'll give you that. If I had to choose, I'd rather put my money on Jones than Murray, uh, just because also I think the New York media market will push Daniel Jones' narrative better than Arizona will. And I know that sounds like a weird, stupid thing, but I think it's true. I just think the media juggernaut of New York, if Daniel Jones has, let's say, equal success to Murray, that he will get more votes than Murray just because it's New York. Um, The guy that, you know, if it's not going to the top, I actually think there's something about going down to the bottom because I think Mikael Hardman can still continue to be productive. And if you want to throw some money on that, it would not shock me that when Tyreek Hill comes back, that somehow Mikael Hardman still finds a way because I think this is one of those guys that's explosive game changing kind of player, much like Tyreek Hill a couple years ago. And I still say that's a stupid signing, but whatever, that's a story for another time. I'd love to say Josh Jacobs, but I'm looking at the schedule ahead of him, and it's not good. He's got to play uh, the Colts this week. Then he's got to play the Bears, the Texans. The Packers have played very well. The Lions have been tougher on defense. So it's just really tough matchups for him. I would love to say Montgomery, but I don't want to get you throwing things at me. So I'm going to stick with the quarterbacks here. I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom with Hardman. I'm very surprised we don't see this the same way. I am very surprised. Who's the guy that you see? Minshew, man. Oh, but he he's also got an expiration date. But Murray and Jones on don't. what? What do you, I don't know? What do you mean by that? Well, Nick Foles comes back eventually this year. That's what they say. Oh come on, no way, man! This guy keeps playing like this. They, there's no chance that guy plays. Um, None. Did you see how much you're playing, Nick Foles? <laughs> oh, I don't care at all. If you're telling me that if Gardner Minshew wins like five or six games in a row, Nick Foles can can pack it in, man. And and I'll tell you the other thing too. This is not baseball where the advanced metrics are driving the bus. This is like a popularity contest, right? Am I wrong You're about right. that? Well, that's, that's my the Daniel Jones, minute, right? That's my Daniel Jones comment. Because right. it is but, but, and again, look, you're picking the favorite. It's easy to do. My point is, is if, if this Minshew continues this popularity with the headbands and the mustache and the winning, I'm looking at value only here. I'm not looking at the fate. I'm looking at the value. And you're telling me, that if Jacksonville goes on the run and wins, I don't know, let's say maximum 10 games, right? Like, there's no way Jacksonville wins 11, I don't think. But if this guy continues to throw for 200 yards and two touchdowns and they keep winning, I think this guy's going to win the rookie of the year because he's going to be one of the most popular players by the end of the year in the NFL. It would be great. I, I, I don't get it why he's 10 to 1. I don't, I don't understand it. I think he should be among the favorites. It would be awesome. I would love that. I think it'd be fun for the NFL. But you're talking now about a guy who had zero hype coming into the league. And I know he's getting a ton of buzz on the Internet, but a ton of buzz on the Internet is not the same thing necessarily in the circles of the media that drives the narrative of the New York quarterback or Kyler Murray's the, the next big thing and all that stuff. Minshew is the Cinderella guy. I, I, I would love to see it. I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm, I don't I think Murray. That. I don't think Murray should be the favorite because they're going to win four games maximum. OK. At the end of the year, Arizona's four and twelve, five and eleven. And Murray, by the way, who's going to have a great fantasy year in reality, here's I'm going to give you his numbers at the end of the year. Close to four thousand yards, 
close to 30 touchdowns, close to 20 picks. That guy's not winning rookie of the year. Daniel Jones is a great option. I'm not going to say that he's not, but I will say this. I want to see him play now without Barkley back there. I got to see that now. Now, if Barkley is there, I think this is open and shut cases. If I'm going to make a bet, I'm going to bet Daniel Jones. But without Barkley, I think the door is open. And I think that strictly on popularity alone, Joe, if if Jacksonville wins, I really don't particularly care about what the numbers are going to be because it is the NFL. If it was baseball, it'd be different. I'd be like, look, you just got to look at the guy who puts up the best stats at the end of the year. I could see a huge push for Minshew, man. Like, and 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 again, uh, is he the best bet on the board? Probably not. I would probably say Jones is the best bet on the board. But if I'm getting value at ten to one, and you're saying wh- where would you throw a hundred dollars on or fifty? I would put it on Minshew. That that's the way I would go. And look, he may lose this week. He throws four picks. You're done. It's over at that point. And it, <laughs> and by the way, it's very possible because again. We've talked about this previously. I saw this kid play for three years in college. Never thought he was going to be anything. It was all a popularity story. Same deal like it was now in the NFL. The fans just loved him. But if he's actually performing and the team is winning, and by the way, Indianapolis, you're probably right. They're going to be better than what people thought, but not insurmountable. Uh, Tennessee, not insurmountable. You know I don't like they're paying Nick Foles eighty-eight million dollars. I the get next it. Three years. I get it. But you're. But what happens if they go five and zero? Oh? You're telling me they're going to put Foles back in? No chance. This is the same <laughs> thing with Foles and Wentz. What's the difference? I would What's say poor Nick Foles, but I don't think poor is the word because he just got paid a lot. No, of did money they put Carson Wentz back in when he was healthy? Or did they let Foles play? Yes, but play. a very whole, the that's Super a whole Bowl. different scenario, though, because that's a scenario of they drafted the young up and coming quarterback. Foles came in as the backup and went to do that. Totally different scenario. Your investment was in Wentz, but now their investment is in Foles. $88 million is a lot for a guy to sit on the bench. He would have to turn around and become like Tom Brady-esque in order for this to work. What is and the difference here between Cam Newton and, Tom and Kyle Brady Allen? What's the difference with Kyle Allen? You're, you're on the Kyle Allen train. You've said it. If I'm Kyle on the Allen Kyle Allen train because I think there's a – because Ron Rivera – because Ron Rivera right now is in a place where. What do you mean? Doug Marone's not no, in the same place? He is, but I think the organization is. They think there's more pressure. I don't. You know what? Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe it is that's. I, look, I hope so because I like Minshew. He's fun to watch. It's unrealistic to, to think, watch. but ten to one is also unrealistic, Joe. That's the, that's why we gamble. You know, this is a big. This is the horse. Right. Oh, from a gambling standpoint, I I 100 agree with you. I think I, that's, that's why I just think the value is here. I, I and again, I think there are better players. I think this is a long shot, and I think that there's a good chance he's going to get whacked very how soon. Many, how many games do you, I agree? How many games do you think that the Giants and Cardinals can possibly win this year? Do you think they win six games? Uh, the Cardinals no. The Cardinals no. Do you think the Giants uh, win six Giants, games? That defense this, is terrible. The kid looked really good, but without um without, without Barkley, that's a massive, massive blow. That's a massive blow. I don't I think the kid is gonna come back down to earth without having Barkley there. I, I, I don't know. Maybe look this week is gonna determine a lot, even though it's a bad team. I, I think that this this is a key point because remember that kid, by the way, that kid kicks the field goal last week. Like, what are Daniel Jones' odds with Rookie of the Year? Like, on a losing team? Like, Giants go 0-6, but, oh, yeah, Jones played great. He's not winning. <laughs> well, that's 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 the, that's the other point I'm making is that the Cardinals and Giants, I think, have the same amount of win upside. We're looking at five wins or something like that, probably. 
I think that's a reasonable number, especially under the circumstances of their schedule and the way the defense of the Giants and without Barkley and also the problems of the defense that Arizona has. So if we're talking about both teams, you know, rookie of the year, five wins. Uh, OK, whatever. That kind of knocks them down. It's a hard bit, to. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to give it that. Who's Minshew got the next couple of weeks? we got to take yeah. out that schedule. The Jaguars oh, yeah. schedule. Well, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter because uh, you got the Broncos I, on the I, road then the Panthers. Oh, my God. Are you going to be OK that week? Kyle Allen and Minshew in the same game? Are you listen? What? Okay, so what happens? What happens? Would your thinking (laughs) change? Okay, but I'll put it to you this way: If I don't think Jacksonville goes to Denver and wins, but let's say they do, let's say Minshew throws for a buck eighty. Let's say they split these games between the Panthers. No, 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 no. A split is not good enough for him to win this. He's not going to win rookie of the year splitting it. Let's say he wins road games. Let's say he wins both, Joe. Let's say he wins both Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars. They go to they go to Denver. They win. They go to Carolina. They win. What are the odds of Minshew winning rookie of the year in two weeks if they win both those games? I don't even care what his numbers are. What are the odds? Seven to one at that point. Six to one. They got to go down. Oh, yeah. Oh, they definitely. They definitely. Right. right. So the value to me is on him. That's that's the only reason why. And, I, and by the way, I don't think they're going to win the next two games. But if they do, and this is where you're thinking ahead, you take your shot now. I mean, this is the best. This is probably the last. Well, after those two it. games, they got the Saints at home, then the Bengals on the road, then the Jets at home, and then the Texans at home. So I'm there's good. some winnable games there. <laughs> I'm all in on Minshew mania. That's I mean, Minshew, I think, only has to get the seven or eight wins. <laughs> He'll have. There's a better chance of Minshew getting eight wins than Jones or Kyler Murray, <laughs> no matter what, before yeah. Foles comes back. So, but Foles will be back, and that'll be the question. I, I yeah. I, I, listen, if they win, I don't think he's going to play. I just don't think he will. <laughs> it's going to be fascinating to watch. But if they lose, no, he's right back. That's absolutely right back. All right, we'll take a, a quick time out. The best of the hours coming up, and then we got hour two. Fantasy sports today continues. Don't go away. to be the guy going forward in Carolina. And that might be a bad thing, guys. He has the talent, too. Christian McCaffrey, Greg Olson, still can get it done at tight end. Curtis Samuel, guy has all the talent in the world. He's a blazer. He runs like a 4-3-4. He can be a great weapon on the outside. So the talent is there. It's up to Kyle Allen now and not Cam Newton, who's out with the injury to make it happen there in Carolina. Watch live weekdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern on Sumo TV, channel 719. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. 
I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Right off the bat, it's a quarterback league, so clearly the top two are favorites for a reason. And that's because the attention they're going to get, and that's because the media attention they're going to get is quarterbacks. And it's only one game for Daniel Jones, so I, I, don't know, I mean, I don't, and it was against the Bucks, so I don't know how much I really want to you know, go crazy over the one game yet. It was very encouraging, I'll give you that. If I had to choose, I'd rather put my money on Jones than Murray, uh, just because also I think the New York media market will push Daniel Jones' narrative better than Arizona will. And I know that sounds like a weird, stupid thing, but I think it's true. I just think the media juggernaut of New York, if Daniel Jones has, let's say, equal success to Murray, that he will get more votes than Murray, just because it's New York. Um, The guy that, you know, if it's not going to the top, I actually think there's something about going down to the bottom. Because I think Mecole Hardman can still continue to be productive. And if you want to throw some money on that, it would not shock me that when Tyreek Hill comes back, that somehow Miko Harden still finds a way because I think this is one of those guys that's explosive, game-changing kind of player, much like Tyreek Hill a couple years ago. And I still say that's a stupid signing, but whatever, that's a story for another time. I'd love to say Josh Jacobs, but I'm looking at the schedule ahead of him, and it's not good. He's got to play 
uh, the Colts this week. Then he's got to play the Bears, the Texans, the Packers have played very well. The Lions have been tougher on defense. So it's just really tough matchups for him. I would love to say Montgomery, but I don't want to get you throwing things at me. So I'm going to stick with the quarterbacks here. I'm going to go all the way down to the bottom with Hardman. I'm very surprised we don't see this the same way. I am very surprised. Who's the guy that you see? Minshew, man. 